1: Which begs a good question, before we get to quick takes here, uh, what would give you pause or give you trouble if you saw an owner's manual, like, opened up on something? Would you be a little worried? Let's say you get on a plane, mm-hmm. and there's a booklet, you know, operator, Yeah. Would that give you pause? Like they're working on something, and maybe I don't want to be on this plane. Well, oh, that's a good. That's a good question. Yeah what What would give you pause, or would get, make you worried, if there was an owner's manual opened up as you're about to, you know, do something? Yeah. We're like, oh man, I don't R- roller coaster. Let's say you're about to get on a roller coaster, and there's a huge book that's opened up, uh, troubleshooting guide uh, for the the roller coaster. There's a troubleshooting guide opened mm-hmm. up. That would give me pause.
2: Or, like, uh, at, at home, something to do with gas, like your gas You're right. Right. And there's an yes. owner's. Like, uh, 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 gas fittings for dummies is right next to your gas meter. <laughs> right. yes. That would be a problem. <laughs>
1: uh, somebody says airplane. Yes, an airplane. There you go, yep. Uh, what else? 651
2: The world's first underwater sculpture park just got a lot bigger. It's created mm. by a British sculpture back in 06. In Molinier Bay Underwater Sculpture Park in Granada. it's now uh, one of the Caribbean's top underwater attractions. Uh, the captivating installation recently added 31 new sculptures. I love Adam, this. Would you visit something? 100 oh, like percent. pictures on your sheet there.
1: So I am. Uh, I love snorkeling, and when we go to a, like a destination where I can snorkel, I'm always. I, I always want to do that. And I think I'd like to at some point in my life get my uh, certification for diving. Oh, sure. Because yeah. I think that'd be a cool hobby to have, diving. But you got to have something to look at. And I love this idea. Mm-hmm. As long as it obviously it's not, you know, destroying the environment. yeah. And I don't think it is. I think this is all safe. And I've seen some of the photos. Very cool. Now, there's a lake in Minnesota. I forget where it is. Mm-hmm. That has a statue of Jason. You know, the Friday the 13th? Yes, I've heard about this. At the bottom of the lake. <laughs> And if somebody, I'm sure a texter knows where that is, and I think it is for divers. Mm-hmm. But six five one four six one nine two two six. But no, that is very cool. Uh, absolutely, I would love to. Plus, it's, it's an exotic location. Yeah, I mean, that's some place I've never been. So that's some place I want to go. What about you? Do you uh, dabble in snorkeling? You, know, Have you ever been a snorkeler or a uh, diver?
2: No, I've done a lot of things, but uh, I've tried snorkeling a couple of times, and I feel very uncomfortable. Do you? Yes. Yeah. Somebody that is. Like, Which, I not that I wouldn't try it again, but I feel really Just very, that um, it's uh, the breathing con- underwater? The, yes, the breathing and the salt, and it's in my eyes yep. and in my throat, and I get disoriented. And then, like, the time I went, there was a current going a certain direction, oh, yeah. and I couldn't stay with the yep. group, and I... It's funny because I, I do a lot of things. Like I feel way more comfortable in a blizzard on top of a mountain mm-hmm. than I do on a sunny day in yep. the water in the Caribbean. So that's,
1: it's probably just it's from a lot, experience. Yeah, but it's a lot to overcome. It that, is. Yeah, there is, it's very disorienting. Uh, yes. But yeah, it's absolutely something I, I want to continue to
2: do. Uh, the Oxford English Dictionary has named Riz, that's R-I-Z-Z, Riz, as the word of the year for 2023. Let's start with this, Adam. Are you able to define Riz?
1: I wasn't. I saw it this morning, and I'm like, I have no idea what Riz <laughs> means. But then as I was driving in, uh, CBS had the story, Okay, and it's um, it's like you got juice. You got, like, a game, yes. right? It's another word for game.
2: Uh, yes, and I think right? it's it's derived from charisma. Yeah, uh, there you go. And it's defined as style, charm, attractiveness, or one's ability to attract a romantic or sexual partner. It's often associated with younger generations and is widely used
1: there was, online. So there was a time I had Riz. <laughs> There was a time I had Riz. Uh, I, you no longer? My wife's listening. Uh, hopefully. Still Honey, do I some? still have some Riz? <laughs> uh, she does. So, um, yeah, I think I don't think I do. What about you? You got any Riz? Have you ever had Riz? Uh, you don't seem to be like a Riz no, guy. No. More of just like a, like a real human instead of a uh, yes. showboat. Yeah. A I'll ta- thank you. I'll take that as a yeah. compliment. You should. Uh,
2: hey, big week for the five and seven. Wait. They only had five wins, and they're going to a bowl game? <laughs> are you celebrating, Adam, the fact that the not Gophers no. will be going to some bowl game I already got the name of?
1: It's the Quick Lane Bowl. Oh, uh, Hey, the Gophers have been there <laughs> twice before. Yeah. They're like the Quick Lane Bowl. Uh, you so- Who else do you associate the Quick Lane Bowl <laughs> with other than the Golden Gophers from the University of Minnesota? Uh, no, no, I'm not celebrating. Will I watch? Probably. I mean, yeah. bowls are... Bowls are bowls. You put them on TV when there's nothing else on, and like, hey, there's a football game on, so I'll watch. Uh, it's, I mean, they earned it. They, they got it's. That's what we do. There's that. There's you got all those bowls. They got to have teams for them. Yes. And the you know the the kids on the team, as we had Brian Murphy last week, said, you know, it's for them. You know, think about those kids who are on the team and get a chance to play another game, uh, be with their teammates. Mm-hmm. So bravo. Yeah, I, I'm all for that. And I guess some Gopher fans will travel to Detroit to watch their gophers play yeah um but meh and the whole co- i'll get, i'm gonna get in this later in the show chad hartman's coming on uh we're gonna do dumber than we thought again 11 30 mm-hmm. to 12 30 that will be one of the t- topic a Ooh. i bring up with chad and Br- brian murphy also joining us i'll talk to it about i'll talk to him about not only the gophers but the state of college football it's embarrassing and i'll get into that later
2: there's a Joke somewhere that I'm sure somebody's made already about, you know, maybe some of the Gophers might be working at a quick lane changing oil instead of <laughs> wow, going to the NFL. Geez. Too too soon? Too soon. All right, sorry.
1: Transfer portal, they can leave.
2: Uh, hey, to, to help celebrate National Cookie Day, did you know it's National Cookie
1: Day, Adam? I am aware now,
2: yes. Subway will be offering customers at select locations, get this, a foot-long Cookie, ooh, a foot-long cookie, and uh, that cookie, it's not just a today thing. It will be launched nationwide early next year. Would you be tempted by the opportunity to purchase a no. foot-long cookie no. from someone?
1: I'm not a cookie guy. I'm not a uh, – in the pantheon of desserts, cookies are way down there. Cookies are something like, hey, there's a cookie. Yeah, uh, I'll have a cookie. I don't seek cookies usually. I mean it's the holidays now so it's going to be cookie of palooza mm-hmm. our dear friend Jenny Berg. Oh. I said Jenny. It's Jenny Berg who's uh, about to uh leave WCCO, retire. Could be our last. Well, worth it. Jenny but Berg she goes crazy with the holiday cookies. And there are a couple that are good that I seek out in the the, the Hershey kiss on the I forget peanut butter blossom is that what those are called? Uh, That's like your sure. go-to holiday cookie. But I don't I'm not a Cookie seeker out. Yeah. I'd, I'd much rather have a bowl of ice cream or something else. Also,
2: if your cookie's that big, and some restaurants do this, it's like a giant shareable cookie. Well, it's just bars.
1: Like, you're just making Correct. bars, right? Yes. It's just a different shape
2: <laughs> yeah. of a bar. It might be a thinner <laughs> yeah, bar.
1: So, yes, not not huge. Uh, lots of uh, <laughs> lots of suggestions for, again, What the? that's the question we're having. We're having a fun day. We'll get to more serious topics, including in about 10 minutes. Uh, you might have heard that you know, Donald Trump is using AI to um, screen people for po- if he gets elected president again. The people in the Trump administration will have gone through much scrutiny, including using AI. I want to get into that more about how artificial intelligence now is shaping the way we hire people. We've got an expert on that coming up in about uh, 15 minutes. But other places you'd get a little worried seeing the owner's manual out. 651-461-9226. We'll get to your responses next. As we were just talking about Geraldine Steele, she's uh, in the house today. We just had a chance to uh, yep. see Jerilyn, give her a hug. She did not remember uh, me going crazy and acting like a lunatic, no. so thankfully. Uh, somebody texted earlier, Miss will miss Gerilyn's mm-hmm. soothe, smooth, silky voice. Perfect to listen to on a Sunday night. You got that right. Uh, and then somebody texted me earlier questioning our lame topic, saying we should be talking about how the DFL is screwing over taxpayers in the state by uh, uh, s- spending $750 million on an office building without pricing for a new building. Well, we'll get to that uh, tomorrow. How about that? Well, Van Vanu joins us every Tuesday to talk about things happening in St. Paul. We'll bring that up. You know, every once in a while, I, we do a mix on the show. We do a plenty of serious topics, but I like the fun stuff. I like the goofy stuff. If it makes your morning a little bit better, then uh, my job is done. Yes, we can talk about serious stuff, stuff that's happening. There's plenty in the news uh, to talk about, and we'll get to some of it today. But you got to have to have a little fun in your life, including here at the CCO. Uh, there's uh, We have two urinals in the men's room. I know you're very excited to hear that.
2: Uncomfortably close to each other, by the way. Uncomfortably close. You cannot
1: use. They do have that the uh, the the the, you know the little wall up between them.
2: But then the hallway is right next to one with no wall. I with no wall. Hey, whoa,
1: hey John, (laughs) you're looking good there, buddy. Um, But anyway, we're down to one, and the one that's broken. There's the owner's manual is laid out on top of the urinal, and we kind of had some fun with it. But it begs the question. It's a bad day if you see the owner's manual open on blank. And I brought an airplane. I said airplane. You don't want to go walk in and see the pilots, you know, with the owner's manual out, scratching their heads thinking, well, we've got to figure this out. Uh, That's not a good one. So what else? Where else do you not want to see the uh, owner's manual opened up? Roller coaster, A piece of surgical robotic equipment. The owner's manual for the MRI machine. The dentist drill. Uh, A colonoscopy scope, the elevator. Yeah, the elevator. That'd be bad. Like if you get on an elevator and you're going up to like the 60th floor, and there's an owner's manual, and like let let's say the owner the panel is open with wires hanging out. Yeah, I don't think I'd want to be on that elevator. Okay, hold on. How to use surgery tools? Heart surgery or vasectomy? Uh, Edible mushroom tasting. How to be a a doctor for dummies. Yeah, you don't want to go in on the, you know, they're wheeling you in. How to be a doctor for dummies. Uh, Let's go to the phone lines here. Mary? Is it Mary? Mary, go ahead.
3: Well, I am in Crystal. And I have, it's just a long time ago, so this was before manuals, but we were in the service. It was a weekend. I have vision in one eye, Mm -hmm. and I had an eye infection in the good one. So Mm. I was concerned. Went in, sat down, and chatted for a moment, got up and left. And he came back with a big, thick medical book and proceeded to look up what my problem was. Apologized because he was the post psychiatrist that had, had oh. just had to have duty. <laughs> so that was very scary.
1: Not exactly an eye specialist. No, he could <laughs> tell you. He yeah. could talk to you. He could talk to you about your feelings about your discomfort. You know, how are you feeling about your eye? But not exactly about the eye itself.
3: Well, oh, I was nervous. I'm very sure. protective of my good eye, but of and so his his solution was to send me into the closest town to an yeah. eye specialist the next day. But I didn't give me very much. Um, I wasn't very impressed.
1: <laughs> uh yeah. That he made the right choice, Mary. Thank you so much for the call. You're welcome. Uh, other, uh, do you want to explain what's going on?
0: Well, I, I figured that.
1: You're right. You can talk into that microphone right there. First of all, I've seen you before. I, I don't think we've ever met, uh, but you are, sir, what is your name? Dale. Dale, and you are the business... You know, you, building, building, building engineer. Building engineer. Yeah. So I figured you guys wouldn't
0: piss on an owner's manual. <laughs> yeah. Somebody I did? I didn't want to fill it up because yeah. I had to get a special tool to repair and take the batteries out of the control. Okay. Because I needed security yep. screws. Yep. They had security screws on them, so... Very good. That's the owner's manual. Wait, so you and left I, the owner's manual there to to a, as a sign to pissing. stop people from using yes, it? Yes, using and I it. figured you guys are very technical. Yeah, you wouldn't yeah. pick up a ur- owner's manual out of a urinal because you thought somebody pissed on it and you couldn't touch <laughs> it. <laughs> but it is, you guys love having all kinds of technical stuff. It's yeah. flawless reasoning, I think, because that's, that exactly, is, that's, that's good, exactly what we thought. Good well, good. Somebody's working on it. They're coming back. a magic marker to write clothes. I didn't have a piece of paper to say write it on. And I was running because I had other buildings that had no, bigger all issues good. than you provided.
1: <laughs> you provided us with a topic of conversation, Dale. Thank oh. you very much. Uh-oh. Somebody's Who calling. goes. Dale,
0: our... That's uh... my wife.
1: <laughs> Dale, get off the radio. It's, it's the boss of... <laughs> <laughs> That's right,
0: and we it's, all it's got it's one. Leader of the free world is yeah. Yes, exactly. Right. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. And Never now. been on the radio. Well, now you I'm have. I'm going to do a shout-out for building engineers yep. because we uh, we don't get enough of it. Amen, sir. I don't, we don't get enough shout-outs. Uh, Remy did one yep. when, during the during the COVID. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I wanted to do a shout-out for Building Engineers. Shout-out. Christian Wakefield. That's where I'm from.
1: Thank you, sir. Yep. Doing great work here. Back he goes to uh, fix the ba- – I didn't even know there were batteries involved.
2: Did you? Uh. Well, yeah, because there's a sensor on those, and there's got to be a battery in there oh. to sense when you're done. <laughs> right? But I hope that's what it does. <laughs> There's no camera in there. Is that what Uh, you're thinking?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Bungee jumping. Yeah, you don't want to get strapped into the bungee jumping and have the owner's manual. Uh, The guy fixing my furnace. Electric chair. Uh, You don't want to see it at a nuclear power plant. Nope. Proctologist. A lot of, you know, medical ones. LASIK surgery. Um, Adam, you're funny. The pilots always have the owner's manual open before every flight. It's part of their checklist that they do. So they better have it open. LOL. Uh, The last thing you want to hear is the fellow coming over to check your fireplace, and he's asking you for the instruction manual, and he sits there and reads it for 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, Gas. You never want to mess with that. Uh, What about uh, the manual for hiring people? How about that transition there, huh? I like (laughs) it. Smooth. We're using artificial – much has been made about how the Donald Trump campaign, should he be elected again, is relying on AI – to find the quote-unquote true believers, meaning the people who will be loyal to uh, Donald Trump should he become president again. And they're using artificial intelligence to uh, whinny away the candidates well, they're not the only ones using artificial intelligence in hiring. Uh, how is it being used, and how might it affect uh, the next time you apply for a job? We'll find out next. Okay, so if you're uh, in the market for a, a new job, or maybe a family member is, uh, how will artificial intelligence play a role in whether or not they get that job or are maybe picked in the first place? Lots of questions for uh, Mick Doherty from uh, Doll Consultant, who joins us now. Dahl Consulting, who joins us now on the John Schuster, Cowell Banker Hotline, uh, Mick. That's my first question. How extensively, right now, is artificial intelligence used in hiring people?
3: Well, good morning. Uh, thanks for having me first off. Uh, but yeah, it's a great question. Uh, you know, so much of the hot topic for this last year has been around to AI. For a lot of people, just learning what that is, and now for for organizations, is how can we adopt some of these practices and bring you know, within our organization. Uh, currently within HR it's, it's a little bit of a newer trend. Uh, we're seeing only about 5% of professionals are using generative AI uh, around the hiring process. The majority of that is is more on uh, you know, creating job descriptions, creating interview questions based off those job descriptions as well to a lot of um, almost administrative parts of their roles that can then free up their time to be uh, more focused on the candidate experience.
1: So and, and, you know, uh, you know, uh, you just said that, and we've talked about artificial intelligence a lot within the last eight months, like it's this brand new concept. Well, it isn't, and we're kind of, we're seeing things that we've been using, whether it's computers or in other parts of our life that really all are already uh, in use and have been for many years that would be considered artificial intelligence. So I imagine the same is true in your line of work, where you're looking for people, you're trying to fill positions.
3: Exactly. Yeah, it's, um, you know, we're viewing this as a benefit ad right now. Um, It's helping just to, again, take on some of the the mundane or administrative type of roles and uh, support them. That said, there's a lot more uh, benefits from AI. What we're starting to see now, though, are just different policies that companies are taking to make sure that um, how they're operating are, um, you know, not creating any unintended biases within the recruiting process. Uh, You know, a lot of algorithms, the way they're based can potentially have some biases that can creep in as well, too. Uh, so really trying to make sure that that uh, recruiters and HR professionals are using the tool as a benefit an ad and not uh, solely relying on, on AI in, uh, in its current state.
1: I was going to ask you about the ethics involved in that. So it, the, the fear is that maybe some of these algorithm algorithms that people rely on may have like an unconscious or at least what we call an unconscious bias or that these programs are Looking to eliminate those biases in in a real human making some of the hiring decisions.
3: That, that's the hope long term is that it should be able to hopefully uh, remove that. But you know, in current states right now, uh, you know, the way that people use them are going to be a little bit different. So it can create some unconscious or unintended biases. It also can uh, you know overlook potentially qualified candidates that might not have those specific keywords built in. You know, when it comes to, to AI, it's still a bit of an infancy stage. And so there's opportunities where uh, a candidate might be missed just because the algorithm was looking for a specific keyword that happened to not be on that individual's resume.
1: For a company looking for for, for good candidates, um, where, like five years from now or maybe even a year from now, where do you see this headed as to how companies or, like, you know, a headhunting firm uses this technology to find... Uh, good people and the right people to fit to fill jobs?
3: Yeah, you know, it actually is happening right now. Um, you know, at, at Dog Consulting, we've been using uh, AI to help find candidates um, for really the past 12 months or so. You know, just um, the different tools out there, third-party tools can help uh, search job boards and then put recommendations in saying, based on the job description, here are candidates that fit the you know 90% or 95% of the job description. So it can help to to source for talent already, um, so uh, you know this AI is, is definitely making lives a bit easier. That said, what it does not take out for is still having that that human interaction of of speaking to candidates, making sure that they are qualified, that they do meet or match their resume, and uh, making sure that recruiters are still taking time to review all the candidates, make sure that again that there isn't someone who was uh, missed or overlooked purely just because of an algorithm uh, miscue.
1: Talking to Mick Doherty from uh, Dahl Consulting about uh, the impact artificial intelligence is having on uh, job seekers and companies seeking to fill positions. Let me ask you this. For someone who is looking for a job and maybe, you know, putting together a resume, is there, I don't want to say ways to game the system, but are there ways to, in this current state where we have, you know, artificial intelligence kind of doing some of the calling here, where you could make your resume stand out or more attractive to get some of those hits uh, with some of these companies?
3: Yeah, it's a great question. And um, we are starting to see that happen a little more right now as well, too. It is a benefit add for the candidates, too. I mean, you know, just different opportunities out there. You can take your resume within the AI and also put in a job description and and ask questions based on, uh, you know, what are some gaps in my resume based on the job description? or. What are some areas that stand out for me or what are some potential interview questions based on gaps or what are some potential interview questions overall for this type of position based on my resume? Uh, So it can help not only just to uh, clean up your resume, it also can help to prepare you for uh, the potential interviews coming. Uh, We're seeing individuals use it to create um, uh, the cover letters as well, too, just to have those cover letters individualized and much more in line with that company, their industry and the uh, job description.
1: Mick, just generally, um, how has it uh, been for for your company in finding people, positions, and making sure companies find enough? We see here are so many companies in different areas, lines of work, where people say we just can't find the people to fill these positions. Is that still the case? Do you see that changing right now?
3: It's a it's a weird space. Um, you know, as, as most have spoken to this last year, there has been a bit of a slowdown in terms of overall hiring trends. Uh, You know, especially the much larger organizations uh, seem to be, I don't know, more fearful of of a recession here or if it's just been trying to hold on and wait and see a little bit more. Uh, We have not seen as much of a slowdown, though, on uh, smaller to mid-sized organizations that have been behind on projects, still struggling to find talent. Um, And we're seeing that still with unemployment rates. In Minnesota, our unemployment rate um, just moved up from 3.1 to 3.2 percent in October. That 3.2 percent is still below our pre-COVID uh, numbers as well too. So while hiring has uh, slowed down a little bit, we still have one and a half job uh, postings per unemployed people in Minnesota right now. So it is still a tight market. Hmm.
1: Mick, thanks for the time today. Very interesting stuff. Uh, we'll, we'll talk to you again down the road. Appreciate it.
3: All right. Thank you. Take care.
1: Mick Doherty from uh Dahl consulting about um, not only how artificial intelligence is used uh, in hiring people, um, but also the ways that people who want jobs, how they can, like I said, for lack of a better term, game the system as to how do I make my resume stand? out? How do I make me a more tr- attractive candidate if it's a computer kind of making some of these decisions? Uh, curious as to your thoughts on that. I have a lot of thoughts about the future of so many different lines of work uh, being changed by artificial intelligence. And I, I think we're just thinking fraction about a fraction of those when we think of the most obvious cases. But if you stop and you think a long time about how artificial intelligence – and that's a broad term, by the way. I mean, again, artificial intelligence has been being used for years upon years, if not decades. It's just suddenly – it's the hot new tool and, yes, we're getting into a, a crazy new territory and what it might – be able to accomplish, and scary, by the way. But if you stop and think about how, if we continue on that path, it will change the way our jobs operate, but how our companies operate. It's as you could spend a lot of time thinking about that and, and determining where that's going to go, and the people who figure it out. Uh, we'll have them be able to make a lot of money doing that. But let's have that conversation next. It's 10:45 on News Talk 830 WCCO. Oh, I love this. Casey Musgraves baby. That's right. That's She's right. awesome. We have this we have this album.
2: The, the vinyl. Yes. I think we do too, yeah. In fact,
1: I found it here. I think there was a big stack of them here and I took one. You just stole it from work. I don't think saying. that. I don't think I stole it. I think they were did uh, you steal a guitar from here too? Uh two of them. Wow. I didn't steal them. I was given the okay to take them. There's still a closet back there with like... Full of guitars. Ten guitars. Yeah. They're all signed. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know who they're signed by. I'm sure some of those signatures are probably You think I can give one my people wife as a
0: Christmas, Gift? Christmas yeah, present? Yeah, why not?
2: Oh, I got you this signed guitar.
1: Does she play? No. Oh. Well,
2: they're not good guitars, though. If you really played, you wouldn't want that guitar, I'm guessing.
1: Oh, they're good
2: guitars. Are they?
1: Well, I mean... As long as it's in tune. Should we sell some on uh, eBay or something? Yeah. Maybe artificial intelligence (laughs) will tell us how to play the guitar. Um, And and so, by the way, your Linda's Construction time check is 10.50. It is time to. Sure. Positive this time. I nailed it. (laughs) Uh, Time to invest in infinity for Marvin Windows. Get 75% off installation labor. Uh, Thanks to our guest who talked to us about AI uh, in the hiring process. and It was top of mind because, again, uh, Donald Trump, uh, the news, it's been around for a couple weeks now. Uh, this uh, plan, this 2025, plan 2025, if he's elected, the the failures of his first administration, meaning the people who he thought were not loyal to him, the people he thought did not buy into his policies and his goals, um, I would argue the people that were uh, sane and said, you know, we can't do it this way, uh, Mr. President, this is really not good for democracy. Uh, he doesn't want any more of those people around. He wants people who are true believers, who absolutely have the same mission that he does, and in an effort to make sure that the people who he hires for his, not only his campaign, but should he be elected again, and that's a very real possibility, by the way, that the people he puts into his administration will be uh, fully loyal, fully on board with, with the changes that he intends to make. And to do that, they're using artificial intelligence. Now, you know, you hear that and it's like, Ooh, is it some sort of computer? I don't think it's that a crazy a concept as we think it is. I think these are computers that or whether it's, I say computers, it's just, they're systems that rely on certain keywords. And it's just, it's an advancement of the things we already have in our society in trying to hire people and find the best people for the job.
2: Don't you think that's just something that's happening everywhere in hiring and Donald Trump is just using that keyword as a, oh, artificial intelligence, we're going to use it.
1: Or people who fear him, like, oh, see, they're using computers to whittle out, you know, making sure people are true. It's exactly, and what our guest, Mick, was saying was exactly that. It's just, it's another tool in finding the right people for the right jobs. And that's nothing new. But if you... Sit there like I did the other day, thinking about the next step and the next step and the next step of how the future of the workplace, the future of our very lives and existence will change, will shift because of artificial intelligence. I mean, it's it will be drastic and dramatic. And the people, and again, if you're a young person or if you have young people who will be entering the workforce sometime soon, that is something I would focus on. Uh, being able to predict uh, those changes, uh, being able to adapt to those changes will be critical in having a, a successful career uh, moving forward.
2: I think about the smartphone, and I mean, it wasn't that
1: long ago that we didn't know what a smartphone exactly. was. And think
2: now about that. It, it, it is so integral to the life we all live every single day. And we've had experts say that. AI will change the world in a in a bigger way than that. Yeah, uh, and like you say, it's hard to know what's going to happen, but right. something's going to happen. It's going to impact our, day,
1: our our lives every day. I was thinking about that the other day. It's hard to imagine. It's hard to think about how life was before the smartphone. Yes, it's just like what did we I mean, do? Wait a minute, there was a time. It, you're right. What did we do? And does is there a part of me that wishes we still were in that pre? Smartphone age, yes, um, because it does. It consumes so much of our time that it and it's difficult for the people to say, "Ah, it's easy." You just to, you know park the phones, make sure that's it, not as easy as most people make it sound. A quick note here before we break. Uh, Patrick Roycey wrote a nice uh, column about my uncle Jim uh, that appeared in uh, yesterday's Star Tribune. Uh, big thanks to him. Uh, and it was reminded that you know my uncle. There was so much focus on my uncle's football playing abilities that not a lot of people remember he's a really good hockey player and played in two state tournaments for for South St. Paul. And it was also a reminder of the uh, defying probability of the fact that the South St. Paul uh, boys hockey team has never won a state title, even though they've been to the state tournament so many times. Um, it was. I had a lot of texts from friends who played hockey for South St. Paul texting me yesterday. uh, (laughs) Upset, or not upset, but just painfully uh, getting another reminder of that fact that the the Packers, uh, at least the boys, have yet to win a state hockey title. The girls, no problem there. They won a few of them. Um, But very nice uh, for my uncle uh, to be remembered that way by Patrick uh, in in a way that only um, Mr. Royce can do. So uh, thank you so much, and if you had a chance to read that. And, of course... In true Patrick Roycey fashion, he turned it into a (laughs) criticism of P.J. Fleck again, which is, uh, my uncle, not a fan of uh, P.J. Fleck, so uh, I'll just put it there. Uh, But thank you, and if you get a chance to read that in the Star Tribune, I would ask that you do. Very nice. Uh, Lots coming up next hour, including a dumber than we thought. Chad Hartman, of course, usually when I do this solo hosting thing, we like to put the old band back together, at least temporarily. So Chad comes in for the last half hour of this show, and then I... join him for the first half hour of his show lots of topics for him including we'll give him a urinal a urinal update i know people have been clamoring for another update on the urinal here at cco radio it has been fixed i believe so um we have uh, two working uh, urinals so in case uh, people want to join each other in the urinal and Get it done together. They can do that. Do
2: again. you think Chad's one of the people that goes upstairs to use the bathroom? Yes, for sure. Right up I'm on top of, of the people. stairway, there's a much nicer, nicer restroom. bathroom. Yeah. Yes, must be nice to be on the sales floor and not yeah. have to deal with that. Right. Yeah. Or you go downstairs the Cambria
1: bathroom. Oh, that might be one of the best. Can bathrooms. you get into there without a? I don't key think car? so anymore. It used oh. to be you could have some access down there, but boy, if you ever get a chance, now that my friends is a restroom that I can tell you. Brian Murphy will also join us. Uh, Vikings were off yesterday, but the Packers win last night. Guess what? Packers and Vikings now both 6-6. Six and six. And as the uh, Vikings come out of the bye week, what's the quarterback situation? We'll get Murph's take on that. Talk about the Gophers going back to the quick lane bowl. The Wild, red hot. They get rid of Dean Evason, and they haven't lost. And the Wolves. How about the Timberwolves, man? They are legit. Good. So lots of topics to talk about with Brian Murphy. That's coming up. And then uh top of next hour, though, Something that happened to me at a uh, weekend sporting event that I'm shaking my head at and wondering, is it really 2023? What is it? We'll find out next on CCO.